Week 13 waivers are here. We got Jets quarterbacks, a Jets running back, Chargers wide receivers, tight ends. Eh, let's talk about it. You are now listening to the Rival Fantasy Sports Podcast. Let's go. All right. Thank you for joining the Rival Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Neil Maligno. We are starting with quarterback. If you are struggling, if you have an injuries, if you have a bye week, whatever the situation may be, there is one name I'm going to mention, and it is Mike White. Yes, Mike White, his starts last season, they were not great. He had one like pretty good game against the Bengals, but outside of that, he had four starts, I believe it was, or four games that he played in. They weren't great, but with the new weapons in New York, it looks like Mike White, after you know a season last year where he got some playing time, he's got these new weapons, he looks like a legit quarterback. This is a great ad if you're in a deep league or if you're in a two-quarterback league. Uh, in the smaller size league, if you only start one quarterback and it's a smaller league, like 10, 12 teams, you have better options available at this point or you may have better options available in, on, on free agency and waivers if you need to actually you know, replace somebody. But if you're in a deep league, this is great. If you're in a two-quarterback league, this is great. Mike White look legit. Now, there's a situation where people are going to go, hey, it's just one game, Neil. The opponent wasn't the greatest blah 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 however you feel that's fine i look at it this way he 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 flashed last year in a game this year is all new weapons the head coach has got things really rolling there the offense is really rolling but the offense looked better with mike white it just looked more legit it flowed guys who were not getting touchdowns were getting them garrett wilson had two touchdowns this entire year joe flacco threw those to him this game he had two more touchdowns Mike White threw them to him. Zach Wilson was hurting Garrett Wilson. Um, it's just a fact, right? It's just the way it's just it, these things. I don't think they're a coincidence. Let's put it that way. I, I won't say fact. Fact is a hard word to use at this point, but it's not a coincidence in my opinion. Also, Elijah Moore loved him coming into the season, disappeared all year long, was having all these issues with the team, all this kind of stuff. Zach Wilson hits the bench and he and then Elijah Moore comes back to life again. I don't think it's a coincidence. It's just too many things for me to say it's a coincidence. So I like Mike White. Once again, if you're still some, if he's still somehow available, Deshaun Watson is my favorite pickup. If you have an opportunity, he plays the Texans this week. He's back from suspension. I would play him, for instance, over Mike White. Um, but again, if he's not available, Mike White is a good alternative. I'm not going to mention any of the quarterbacks because these are the two I like the most. And so I'm going to stay there. You know, I, I don't like to just list off a bunch of names. I like to list off names that I trust, that I believe in. It's usually a small group of players at each position. I'm not going to give you 50 names to pick from. Mike White is my second option, but he's more your more realistic option. Deshaun Watson is my first choice if he's available. All right, on to the running backs. My number one priority at running back, Zonovan Knight. That's right. Did you know I was going to say it? I don't think you did. Jets running back, rookie running back, had himself a day Following the Michael Carter injury, this team has had some injuries at running back that are just kind of brutal, right? Like the Brees Hall situation to start with, which when you think about it, like when Brees Hall does return, this team does have a little stable of running backs. If Brees Hall can return back to his old form, this could be a, a really nice group to have. But let's talk about right now. He had himself a day. He looked great. There's other running backs there. Michael Carter's injured. We're not sure for how long. There's other running backs for sure there. But it seems like to me, if you're watching the game, he played really well. He looked like a great running back ad this week for you. The thing is, he looked really good, like running the ball, catching the ball. So you're thinking James Robinson is there. I think they're going to kind of phase him out a little bit. You know, they, they didn't let him play last week. 
So I feel better about Zonovan Knight than any other running back on this team right now. Even if Michael Carter comes back, who obviously you think you lean him for sure. But I think these, I think after Zonovan Knight did that, this is one of those situations where a guy gets injured, a guy gets more reps because of that, and he plays really, really well. And it kind of opens the eyes of everybody. Like the coaches knew what they had. They, they, they know like this guy's talented. This guy's making plays of practice. But when they see him out there in the game live and he's carrying the ball like that and catching the ball like that, he played hard, man. It's not just stats. Again, you get caught up if you just look at the stats. You get caught up if you just look at the film. But when they both come together, Zonovan Knight looked like a really good running back. So in this case, we've heard reports already that the team is going to give him more of a workload. So Michael Carter, if he's out, Zonovan Knight through the roof for sure. You got Ty Johnson there. He's an option as well. So if Zonovan Knight's not available, Ty Johnson is not a bad backup option. Again, this is if Michael Carter's out. Um, so Ty Johnson will be a, like a second waiver priority there under Zonovan Knight for me. If, you know, if Michael Carter's out, if Michael Carter's playing, I just like Knight, really. I don't really like Ty Johnson. I can't go three running backs deep in the uh, depth chart, but I do like um, Zonovan Knight a lot, a lot. Like, it, at this case, this is the best ad you could think of at a running back late in season. Like, this is a move that you definitely want to make, for sure. Like, it, it, it can matter a lot. Again, I don't know what's going to happen with Michael Carter, how long he'll be out. So, certainly, I think that, you know, the team is still going to trust him the most. At, at their at their uh, running back position, but I just think that you can't go wrong adding this on of a night right now. It really is a is a boost to your team. If you're in a running back situation where you know Joe Mixon's out and you didn't get Pirine, um, or you're dealing with like guys who are kind of hit or miss right now, he's a great ad to make because again, he's just going to matter a lot for your team. And so I really like this on of a night ad right now at this point in the season. Other running backs that I think have value for you again if you're in a bad spot i go jermichael hasty only for week 13 again this is this is a temporary situation etn should be out if you've been starting a cardinals or a panthers running back both teams are on by so hasty isn't a bad fill-in this guy seems to make plays whenever he gets a real opportunity he makes games uh makes plays excuse me in the passing game as well so i like hasty as a one week fill-in for you this is not you know, a playoff move. This is not a guy who you're going to start past this. I like him just for this week coming up. Other than that, AJ Dillon also, he needs a touchdown that he, you know, to get it done most weeks for you. Cause if you look at it, AJ Dillon is pretty consistent. I know some people are like, oh, he has good weeks. He has bad weeks. It really is, is just touchdown dependent because overall, he's pretty consistent across the board, yardage wise and workload wise. It's just when he scores the touchdown, it all kind of pays off. It all comes together. He can do that again this week versus the Bears. So I do like him. Uh, Samaji P. Ryan, we've talked about him a couple times here, but if Mixon's out again, throw him in your lineup. He's good. He's filling in great. He's making it work in this offense. So there's no question about it. If Mixon's out and you have Samaji P. Ryan, get him in your lineup. Keep an eye on the Steelers running back situation. Warren, if he's healthy, is the number one guy in my eyes. If not, then it's Snell. That's the move I would make. Uh, priority, I like Warren the most. If he's out, I like Snell. I'm kind of out from that point. This offense in general, you guys know I don't like it. It's not exciting. It's not It's not working well. It's nothing dangerous. You know, a part of it that teams are really worried about that they focus on. So I'm not crazy about it. I would definitely do night over all these guys for the Steelers. Um, I would do A.J. Dillon this week over the Steelers running backs. Uh, Hasty is kind of cutting it close right there. So I'm not really excited about anybody in that offense besides Najee Harris. If Warren's healthy, he's next in line, and then Snell for me. That's it for the running backs. Let's talk about why receivers. 
Chargers are playing the Raiders, which means to me, Charger wide receivers are about to score a lot of points. So the healthy wide receivers here, I, we don't know if Mike Williams is healthy as of this recording. So the wide receivers here that are healthy have value. DeAndre Carter and Palmer are both worth adding. They're both worth putting in your lineup if Mike Williams is out. I know you're like, it's crazy. They got a lot of wide receivers there. How can they all have potential to really score for me, Neil? How can they have potential to have big games? When you play the Raiders, trust me, I'm a Raiders fan. When a team plays the Raiders, I like all their wide receivers going into the game. They have they have a really good quarterback. They throw the deep ball well. Their wide receivers are all good at making big plays like that down the field where I feel like the Raiders are most susceptible. The underneath stuff and the little short stuff is not much of a big deal. But when you can throw the ball deep and throw bombs and these, you know, uh, across the middle, but like deep down the field type of plays, those are where the, where the Raiders are more susceptible to me. So the Chargers have a really good opportunity here to score a lot of points, especially with their wide receivers. Uh, and of course, Eckler is going to do well as well. But overall, the Chargers are a good opportunity play this week because they're playing the Raiders. This is one of those matchup things. It's just one of those things where it just makes sense from a matchup standpoint because those guys have been playing well, kind of hit or miss, depending on which one it is. But when you play a team like the Raiders, they're all capable of popping off. They're kind of not, I don't want to say high risk, but in terms of one may go off and the other may not, they're a risk there. But so, someone's going to have a big game here in this offense from a wide receiver perspective. Otherwise, Van Jefferson worth a flyer. He's really the only other wide receiver option at this point. The Rams are getting slimmer and slimmer. Allen Robinson out for the year. By default, Van Jefferson is worth an ad for you. He's worth uh, getting in your lineups. If Matthew Stafford comes back, even better. But this situation, again, is a, a horrible situation for the Rams, right? Like you trade all these draft picks, you're looking for a Super Bowl run year after year, and you're in a situation where you lose Cooper Cup, you lose Allen Robinson, Matt Stafford was hurt. You're just having a, you know, a day with, with a season with all these guys. A running back situation has been disgusting. <laughs> so the Rams offense, again, as, as crazy as to say, just isn't really a fun offense to have players be a part of. But again, if you're dealing with injuries, Van Jefferson, not a bad idea. Michael Gallup, I spoke about him when he was returning from the injury earlier in the season. It seems things have really gotten his gotten better for him. He's like he's got his legs under him. He's starting to really flourish. Well worth an ad in wide, wide receiver if you're in trouble right now. A couple of teams on by, but injuries are starting to pile up. You might have lost Darnell Mooney for the year. You might have lost Allen Robinson. These are guys that are good, you know, to, to, to take their place, basically. And then just a couple of names again, Mac Hollins. Donovan People Jones, Traylon Burks. I'm not putting them at, at my main mentions here because I just feel like they're probably taking in a lot of leagues or they're probably being started in a lot of leagues already. But there are a few names who I've mentioned on past episodes and they still deserve to be rostered. I would actually start, I would actually pick up any of those guys first over the players I mentioned in the in the beginning of this uh, wide receiver uh, category. But just in general, I'll mention them at the end because I've already mentioned them in past weeks. So if you haven't already done it, I don't know what you're waiting for, but those guys all deserve to be added and uh, actually started in a lot of leagues, depending on how deep the league is. Let's move over to tight end. Tight end waivers are terrible. You can stream depending on matchup. So guys like Foster Moreau, Jawan Johnson, Hunter Henry, these guys are all decent options, but it's pretty bad at tight end. Overall, tight end land is looking terrible. <laughs> so you got to get a guy who you just kind of hope is going to get a touchdown, get you a few receptions, 30, 40, 50 yards. That's all, you, that's all you're aiming for. So guys like Jawan Johnson, Foster Moreau, Hunter Henry, they can do that for you. That that Those are my targets. That's really it. Otherwise, I hope you have a good tight end already in place. I hope you have a guy who's been making sense for you. A lot of these guys have just been up and down, inconsistent. Inconsistent. There's guys I love, then they just have a bad week, bad two weeks, bad three weeks. I'm like, all right, I'm out. Who's the next guy to wave in? Who's the next guy to stream? 
it's basically a, a streamer's game at this point when it comes to tight end. There's just nobody besides the top guys, besides the guys who you know, the household tight end names that are consistent. It's just been up and down. So you're looking for matchups. You're looking for the, you know, you're looking at the weather. You're looking at the injuries. You're looking at the narratives going on around the team. You're looking at the, the flow of the offense, how positive things are going for the team. Are good things happening or bad things happening? Is the team in, you know, in turmoil? Is the quarterback under, under pressure right now with a lot of heat on him? Those situations definitely affect what tight end I'm starting. So Foster Moreau, Jawan Johnson, Hunter Henry, I feel fine saying their situations are calm enough and consistent enough that I think that if you're going to you know stream at tight end, those are the kind of guys you're streaming this week. And that is it for tight ends. Let's move over to some players that you can catch your league mates sleeping on. First one that you're going to catch your league mates sleeping on is Jamison Williams. He's returning for the Lions. He's a sleeper pickup. This guy was an earlier draft pick. So you know the team had you know already valued him a lot. He had an injury. He's been out the entire season so far. But if you're in a deep league, if you're in a, even in not, not necessarily a deep league, but he's going to be available in leagues in general because a lot of people just, if you're in redraft, aren't really carrying this guy throughout the whole season, unless you got some kind of, you know, really, really big fan of Williams, I guess. But overall, in general, he's returned to the Lions. They can use some more weapons. Super pickup. Definitely an interesting guy to stash. I know the Ravens have a lot of running backs, but again, J.K. Dobbins is a good pickup for you. A good guy to get in your lineup for sure. I just like J.K. Dobbins. I like him coming into the season. I know he's coming overcoming all these injuries. He should, you know, hopefully be over them all at this point. They give him plenty of time to get better, to rehab, to rest. And so hopefully J.K. Dobbins is a nice sneaky guy to add into your lineup. Again, some people may have already gave it up on him. They might have dropped him. So this is your opportunity to pick him up if he's available lineup when he's healthy here and, and be a sneaky pickup for you. And that is it for the week 13 waiver moves that you need to make, the guys that you need to get in your lineups and on your rosters. Now, you know, we got to do a bold prediction. You know, week 13 has to have a bold prediction, and I'm here to bring you one. My bold prediction for week 13 is Zonovan Knight. He'll finish as a top 15 running back in week 13 versus the Vikings. The rookie looked good, and although the Jets have a lot of options, if Michael Carter is out, they'd be foolish to overthink this. They have to play Zonovan more. They have to give him the workload. Don't get this confused. Don't get cute. Don't start playing other players over him. Gives Zonovan Knight that workload. He looked great. He knows what the offense needs. He does it well. The offense is flowing. It looks great. It looks smooth. And so Zonovan Knight, my bold prediction, he will be a top 15 running back by the end of the week. I think that's I think that's pretty bold. I think that's pretty high for a guy who just had one good week at, a, at random. <laughs> at random. So yeah, Zonovan Knight, I put him here in bold predictions because I'm trying to get the point across that I trust him. And you should trust him. And you can get them in your lineups. I'm in a situation in a redraft league where I'm putting Zonovan Knight in my league, in my, in my uh, actual starting lineup for sure. So I feel really good about him. I think he looked great. Top 15 running back, week 13 versus the Vikings. Zonovan Knight, let's get it. And don't think we're getting out of here without a lock of the week for week 13. For those who are new to the show, for those who are not familiar, not so obvious lock of the week. We don't do regular locks of the weeks like many other shows may do. They may give you, hey, uh, you know, um, the best running back in football, Josh Jacobs, is going to be our lock of the week. Yeah, we we get that. That's obvious, right? Let's go with the not-so-obvious lock of the week, which you get here. Sometimes we hit. Sometimes we miss. That's the nature of the game. I like Claypool to score 10-plus points in this game versus the Packers. Matter of fact, even if Justin Fields doesn't return, I still think Chase Claypool should be a not-so-obvious lock of the week, baby. 10-plus points. I, I think it's a pretty safe bet. I think it's a good matchup for this to happen in, so it's not just... 
the fact that Mooney's gone. It's not just the fact that Justin Fields may be returned. It's also a fact that they're playing the Packers. And so I expect this game to put up some numbers. And I think Chase Claypool is really going to fit in well and, and, and take that role over that, that is being left behind by Mooney. So Chase Claypool, lock for week 12, not so obvious lock of the week. He will get you 10 plus points in your lineups in week 13. As always, guys, please remember to like, comment, and subscribe. It helps us here. We're, we're going against the YouTube algorithm. We want to fit in. We want to get supported. We want to get pushed out there to new viewers. The only way to do that is with your help, your support. It means a lot. You guys have done a lot for us so far, but we got to just keep on pushing. So leave any start, sit, waivers, or other questions in the comments. I will get to them as soon as possible. Shout out to those listening on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Tap the subscribe button. Leave us a five-star review. Your support there is appreciated as well. You can always find us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, all those good things at, at Rival Fantasy. Let us know you watch the show. I'll make sure we follow you back. Also, visit RivalFantasy.com. You can play Fantasy Bingo, Fantasy Book, Challenges, Head-to-Head Challenges. Make a deposit on there now. Add another layer of competition to your games. We have 100% loss protection up to $50 right now. Get on there right now. Rival, R-I-V-A-L, Fantasy, F-A-N-T-A-S-Y.com. We're out. Oh, 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 oh,